Backstage here at Historic Washington Hall. I got Jordan Oliver here hanging out. It's the Defiant Ones. So, uh, Jordan, how are you doing, man? How are you doing today? I'm good. I had an easy travel day. Yeah. Great match. Got to work with good talent. Yep. Great day. I love Defy. That's Yeah, man. We love you here. Um, so when you say easy travel day, did you come straight from the East Coast over in New York? Uh, no. Last night in LA, I had GCW. Okay. So I had to get up early, like, you know, 5, five o'clock, 6, yeah. 6 a.m. flight. But the flight was nice. Three hours. Slept the whole time. That's awesome. Got here, and then I came and did an Alex Shelley seminar. There you go. <laughs> and I wrestled, so... Nice. Yeah. Nice, man. Well, uh, okay, so you're based out of uh, New Jersey, right? Yes, sir. So tell me a little bit about growing up in, in New York and, um, you know, what was what was your background like? Were, were your uh, family, were they into wrestling or, you know, when did wrestling come into your life? Yeah, my mom's side of the family is very into wrestling. So cool. when I was young, they introduced me to it. You know, I just, I just remember seeing it one day. Yeah. Being like, okay, this is what I'm going to do now. And I always wanted to wrestle. Always, always, always. But uh, the geography of where I grew up is, is very, like, uh, like dangerous sure. <laughs> shootings and and drugs and stuff like that. So what but, what part of New York? Uh, it's upstate New York in Newburgh. Okay, um, but yeah, it was dangerous and and stuff like that. But uh, I just backyard wrestled, so I stayed I stayed away from that stuff. There you and, go. Yeah, I just just wrestled and wrestled. I wrestled in high school too. I boxed. But okay, pro wrestling has always been number one. Nice. So so what was your backyard wrestling name? My backyard wrestling name was Jordan Oliver. Okay, nice, man. <laughs> what was your theme? Do you remember what song you I came do, out to? I do. I do. Uh, I used to come out with from Who Shot Ya, uh, Biggie oh, Smalls. Oh, wow. The... big Bullet Club fan when I was, I was a kid, and I wanted yeah. to be in the Bullet Club, and I wanted to be Finn Balor. And yep. So, yeah, I used that. Wow. So I just realized how much younger you are than I am, dude. Yeah, I'm 23. Bullet, dude, that's <laughs> awesome, man. So, so Okay, so so I guess um, who was your first favorite as a little kid? Who was your first favorite wrestler? Um, it would be John Cena. John Cena, definitely, yeah. 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 But my favorite of all time is Shawn Michaels. Nice. So, cool, man. So, uh, so as a backyard wrestler, what was like? Did you guys get into some crazy stuff, or did you, you know, do you ever get any injuries backyard? I didn't get any serious injuries, but I did take a lot of stupid bumps. Like, okay, uh, tell me a, about them. Took a Spanish fly off the top to the floor. We had a ring. We had a re- oh, an actual wrestling. Wow. Ring. Yeah. So I took like Spanish fly off the top to the floor. Oh my god, so many things like that. Like uh, one winged angel onto like uh, six open chairs. Jesus. Well, we're standing on the <laughs> the chairs. Wow. Uh, stupid ladder. How'd bumps. you get a ring? Uh, we just got money together and bought wow. one. a very small one though. It was like what's a normal from size? like high spots like, or something? Uh, Monsters ring in cages. Yeah. Okay, they have a ring called the backyard wrestling ring. Okay, but it was like a, it's like a twelve foot. Yeah, like dude, like it's like a mini ring. If I laid in it right now, I'd be rope to rope. Even back then, the wow. positioning we had to do everything uh, diagonal. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> so you learned before you know you you kind of like officially learned, but then when when did you start actually training and how'd you hear about a place to train? Oh, this is awesome. So I started backyard wrestling. Mm-hmm. Backyard wrestled since I was like seven to wow. fifteen, and filmed it and and edited it and took it very serious. You know, yeah. At at age fifteen, uh, my backyard wrestling fed did a crossover show with okay. another backyard wrestling fed. Okay, that backyard wrestling fed from New Jersey had a pro wrestler on their roster wow. named Kid Christian, who is okay. now Casey Navarro. Wow. Uh, and he came. He was already wrestling at a mm-hmm. match or two already, but at the time he's a he's a young kid, small. Yep. Also, he's still small now, but he was yeah. smaller then. We had a match at the backyard show, and because the match was good, he uh, told one of the local New Jersey promoters, like, "Hey, I need kids to wrestle." Yeah. So he got me booked. So I was on trained when I started wrestling. Yeah. And then my second match was against Coco Beware. Okay. Tell me about that. <laughs> it was awesome. It okay. was a tag match. Yeah. Uh, way better than I had any right to be. And 
Coco Beware's partner was named the Jersey Kid. Okay. After the match, he pulled me aside and he's like, hey, dude, I know you're not trained. You should come and live with me and I'll train you. I was Ooh. 15 at the time. So nice. I moved in with this guy for the summer. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he, he trained me, took me to all these schools, CCW. Yeah. And it was very Mr. Miyagi, like Karate Kid. Literally, sure. we would like go to the. He, he told me, like, you have to learn how to ride the longboard for your balance. Yeah. We yeah. went to the, the park and we would like do like springboards on the monkey monkey bars. And then we would actually go to wrestling schools sure. too. But we would do That's like crazy. yoga. It was very Mr. Like Karate Kid. That's crazy. So you actually had a couple matches like in front of people, like yeah. professional matches being untrained. Yeah, actually three three real matches untrained. That wow. So what did what did uh, when was your first like trained match? Do you remember that? Like after training, post training, your first match. Do you remember that? Uh, no, specifically because they were like I never stopped. It's not like when I started training with this guy, I was like oh, I'm gonna stop taking okay. indie bookings. You just I kept was, going. Yeah, I just yep. kept going, and it it inspired me to keep going because guys like Rick. Flair and a yep. lot of the the people that I look up to didn't learn at a traditional wrestling school. Okay. You know, it's like back in the day. Yeah, they would you'd show up, they teach you. You know, if you could wrestle, if you could hook. Yeah, you'd get a match, and then as time went on, they'd clue you in. Like, mm-hmm. hey, dude, like maybe we shouldn't uh, hit each other so hard. Sure, tonight. sure. <laughs> and I, I kind of appreciate that way of learning. So I did learn a lot on the road from mentors, great mentors, Rich yeah. Swan, Jimmy Rave, Alex Shelley. A lot of these guys really uh, taught me how to wrestle. So you're a young guy, but you've gotten, you know, you've traveled quite a bit. 2022, you you wrestled with MLW, you wrestled with GCW. What was your first um, time, what was your first, like, real big chance in wrestling? Was it GCW or was it MLW? Where where was your first big uh, opportunity? So my first, well, it would have been that Coco Beware match, I guess. Okay, yeah, there you go. (laughs) But uh, outside of that, I wrestled Shane Strickland uh, right before he made, he had, like, a big indie run. He Mm -hmm. he had the Defy belt, he had the Wrestle Circus belt, the CCW belt. I wrestled him, like, right before that awesome so that was my first like okay it's me versus swerve i'm 16 yeah you know, very big Damn. opportunity and i look up to him a lot we have similar body types and stuff like yeah. that uh so that was my first big one and then after that i started wrestling for combat zone wrestling which yeah. at the time was very prominent Absolutely. wrestling promotion do you see a little bit of of you at that age in Nick Wayne? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's. I mean, Nick Wayne is like my real life little brother now. Yeah. Ever since we we first met, um, but. Yeah, I definitely see a lot of a lot of myself in him in that regard. That's awesome. So, um, twenty twenty two, you know, you've done a ton of traveling. What, tell us, break down like where all the places that you've gone, some of the different uh, places you've you've Hell been yeah. this past year. In tw- so overall, in my whole wrestling career, I've wrestled in uh, maybe twenty eight states. So over half That's of awesome. the U.S. Yeah, um, and four different countries: Mexico, Canada, UK, and Japan. And in twenty twenty two. I did a tour of Canada, but not just like in Toronto. I went like deep in Canada. I did yeah. like Alberta, uh, uh, Calgary, like all these like really deep Canada mm-hmm. places. That yeah. was, I did like a week tour over there. That was awesome. I did the UK, did Progress, mm-hmm. TNT, GCW had the tour. We did Japan, uh, did Mexico uh, right before the pandemic yeah. for AAA. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, I just travel all over the US. Yeah. I am I'm definitely grateful to be probably one of the most traveled wrestlers like uh, on the independence. I don't even wrestle in New Jersey that much. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. That's cool, man. So tell me a little bit about, you know, Japan is like this like, you know, such a goal for so many people to go over and, and be a pro wrestler over in Japan. What was what was that like for you to be a uh, wrestling in Japan? Um it was pro wrestling in Japan was my number one goal. That's in, awesome. In my career. And 
everything about it. Like I was very worried. I was so worried. Like, oh, what if I get over here and I don't like the wrestling mm-hmm. and I don't like the the people and I don't like the vibes and I don't like this and this and this. And the first day was so stressful with the money and I'm so bad at math. Sure. Everything was like completely completely fucked for me yeah yeah and then day two i was like holy shit this is awesome yep. i love it here everything was so good so nice the food was great all the people are so nice like schlack is like bleeding on the the train and little ladies are giving him band-aids yeah, like yeah. in america that would never happen and then the wrestling mm-hmm. right the wrestling is so awesome the crowd we didn't have a cheering crowd so we had clapping crowds but yeah. to me that felt like very like 90s like sure. japan you know yes, what i mean yes. like I don't. I don't know. Like those old times, the fans used to not chant. They used to yep. just clap. I feel like. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was so awesome, and I feel like I learned so much every single time I wrestled. And me and Nick uh, got to tag with Joey Janela against yeah. the Strong Hearts. That's Shima, Japanese wrestling legend Shima. Yep. I grew yep. up watching Shima. Yep. I grew up watching T Hawk, and then yep. Linda Man. He's a younger wrestler yep. for them, but he's also very good. And then we got to wrestle in the Kirkin Hall, which yes. is another. I mean. How could that not be on your bucket list? It's like a mecca, dude. Yes, Yes, and you could feel it. You could feel it. Like when we like, there's like an elevator. It's connected to the Tokyo Dome. Wow. So the energy of the Tokyo Dome's, you know, floating around the Kirken Hall. Those are hollowed halls, man. Yeah, it was. It was very uh, surreal. Every day that I've come back from Japan, I wanted to go back. That's awesome. So. That's that's my goal for 2023 is to yeah. become a, uh, a mainstay in Japan as much as I can. That's awesome. You you kind of mentioned there slack bleeding everywhere. So you know you you wrestle for GCW yes, and and those are not uh, you know, those are some pretty scary matches in there. Like yeah. what have been some of the most intense or, or brutal uh, violent matches or things that you've uh, partaken in in GCW? Oh, that I've partaken in myself. I did a no rope barbed wire match <laughs> with Atticus Kogar. Yeah. Uh, uh, that man a year ago in LA actually mm-hmm. that was so brutal I have scars on my the back of my shoulders because he gave me like a can you uh, show us yeah if you can see it I don't know where they're at just the two jack no yeah you can see Oh yeah, we see that. Scars. Yeah. I have pictures on my phone. I have to show you another time. But uh, he gave me a, a shot with the chair that was wrapped in barbed wire, <sighs> and it just ripped my back open. Yeah. And the the picture, like my whole, there was like Freddy Krueger got a hold of me. Yeah. Uh, Atticus Kogar also put my face into a firework machine and turned oh. the fireworks on. And I had to wear an eye patch for like three weeks. I went to a uh, a Kendrick Lamar concert with this eye patch on, and Jesus. I traveled the airport. And and that's not a gimmick. That's, no, yeah, yeah. He, he put that, that. It was like a the sparks were just in my face. My wow. face. Yeah. Uh, so that was brutal. Also, Atticus Kogar, <laughs> terrible guy. <laughs> he gave me those skewers. Yep. Yeah, those fucking suck. Don't don't try that one at home. Wow. That's the worst. That's the most brutal thing I've ever taken in in professional wrestling is the uh, skewers. Worse than barbed wire. Worse than light tubes. Worse than tacks. Skewers in the head. After you, you know, get barbed wire to the back, how do you even shower? That would probably just be so, like, just feel like such pain just showering just in that open wound. Yeah, it was gnarly. it was brutal, and I had to be, like, very careful, like, cleaning it mm-hmm. out and stuff because it's, like, the skin is, like, like, like hanging, hanging from yeah, my arm. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, Yeah. No, I just, just did it, though. Yeah. I think I might have taken a bath first. Yeah, I think I took a bath, a bath first to, like, yeah. get, because we also use, like, glass and stuff. Jesus. But I don't do that stuff normally. Yeah. That yeah, guy was yeah, an yeah. asshole. <laughs> so you know you, you do a lot of high flying stuff. Um, sure, yeah. Do you? As a, how do you know when you can do something in the ring? Do you practice like on a trampoline? Do you practice on? <laughs> do you go to like foam pits like when you have like a crazy thing in mind, or do you just practice it? You know, in the ring. Well, me particularly, since I can't do any like cool flips or anything, 
uh, most of the stuff that that I like do that's crazy would be like something you can only do one time sure <laughs> like you know like oh today like I said like oh today we're gonna do uh, this crazy top rope move thing mm-hmm. like I probably yeah I don't think I'd practice I haven't practiced yeah, <laughs> you sure. know um, but when I do have the idea I have a, a lot of ideas and uh, the best way to like visually see them without trying them is the action figures yeah do you know who the SATs are uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The SATs, they're uh, New Jersey, right? Yeah, they yeah. invented the Spanish fly. Okay. Uh, they, they're known for this back in the day around, like, the local area, like, Trent Acid and all these guys. Mm-hmm. The, uh, they would show up, the SATs would show up with their action figures, and they would show these guys these crazy moves that they invented. Like, they invented the Spanish fly, the code red, all these insane moves that everyone does now. Yeah. They, they did it with action figures first. That's awesome. <laughs> so. That's so funny. Yeah. When you were a kid, did you collect the wrestling figures? Oh, yeah. Nice, the dude. The figures, the magazines. I was like super Mark. Yeah? I love pro wrestling. I live, breathe, die pro wrestling. I would do anything for this business. What were What were your favorite video game? Uh, I love SmackDown vs. Raw 2008. Nice. I that's the... If for other than like I love No Mercy is so good. Yeah. But like I didn't really grow up on No sure, Mercy. Sure, yeah. So. so. The 2008 is like the one that I put like so much time into. Because mm-hmm. I think it's a GM mode. I love that shit. Who is your guy? My, who is my character yeah. that I play in the video games? Um, probably Shawn Michaels if I wasn't playing as like a Jordan Oliver yeah. made-up person, you know? I I do say, I will say, my video games, I've always like made like my like a million a million custom like random people. This is Jimmy John. This is... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And we'd make the gimmicks, me and my friends, and we would cut the promos. Nice. And, yeah, it was... <laughs> It was pretty funny, but that stuff actually helped me when I got into pro wrestling. And That's awesome. Because, like, the creativity mm-hmm. really did, uh, I'm like, oh, I remember this thing that I thought of for this character yep. years ago, because we put real thought and time into these guys. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. aside from wrestling, you know, what what kind of other stuff are you into? Are you into music? Are you a video gamer? Or you know, terrible, terrible question for me, dude. Uh, just I, all wrestling. I just love wrestling. Everything okay. I do is for wrestling. But I do love the gym. Sure. Yeah. I started. Going and you to the gym you bulked up a lot, man. You bulked yeah. up a lot. Thank so you. tell me a little bit about your regimen because you know, just in this backstage promo we just cut, you you were talking a bit about you know how much you deadlifted and how, how much you 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 benched this year. Like yeah. you've really hit some goals this year, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I I started going to the gym during the pandemic when COVID hit because yeah. I was like, well, if I'm going to be locked up, I might as well treat it like mm-hmm. prison anyway. And I just started working really hard. So I put on a lot of size. Yeah. I was like 225 when we came back from wrestling. Mm. I'm definitely not naturally 225. Like that was hard for me to put that much weight on. Yeah. And then I started wrestling and I lost the weight. Uh, but then Nick Gage, he got injured. He, mm-hmm. already, he tore his calf. And I just kept bothering him. I'm like, yo, Nick, come to the gym with me. Come to the yeah. gym with me. Come to the gym with me. He's like, fuck, fuck it. I'll come to the gym, bro. And then Nick Gage started coming to the gym. And he knows so much about lifting because he, he's locked up for seven years with NFL football players yep. and guys like that really know what they're doing. And he got in great shape himself yeah. when he came out of prison as well. Uh, so then he just started putting me on like Olympic lifts, like clean and jerk, uh, front squats, n- normal back squats, deadlifts. Like he taught me what to do, how to do it. And we go to the gym every single day still. That's cool. Um, yeah. And that's like Nick Gage is like my big brother. There you go, man. <laughs> yeah. We walked. I, I walk to a train station. I meet him at the train station and we walk to the gym every nice, day. Dude. Rain, sleet, snow. And he's just been pushing me in. He's like my uh, cuss. I'm, I'm Mike Tyson. He's cuss. Nice, dude. That's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm very blessed to have Nick in my life. That's cool, man. So, um, okay. So, you know, you you, you kind of mentioned that that, that uh, working out kind of got you through. You know, the pandemic happens. Um, 
you know, is that the main thing that you focused on was just, you know, working out and, and like how else did you stay sane during that time? Oh my God. Yeah. Just, I just worked out so much, but also, uh, MLW, I was still with MLW at yep. the time and they were doing these like, uh, promo episodes. Yep. Yep. So during that time I started working very hard on my promos. I made sure to film the promo for them every episode. Nice. I actually got myself a world title match against yep. two, which is, yep. that's cool. Cool goal to have. Um, and then I do also really like hip hop, yeah, and mu- and music in general. Like, so I'll, I'll end up watching like a lot of like videos on like how to make music or sure. like, the way people make music and stuff like that. Just interested in that, yeah. But I don't do anything. I don't make music or anything. But it's a cool thing to watch, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Absolutely, man. So, so you ha- you're no stranger to Defy. This is what your second or third second time. time? Second time. Yeah. So, uh, tell me a little bit about you know what what drew you to Defy and and what's your experience been like. So, the first time I saw Defy would have been for for like Darby Allen, Chain Strickland, yeah. and I I'm oh the match that this is literally one of my favorite matches of like all time, David Richards versus Leo Rush. Yeah. Here. Uh, I don't think it was at this building. Maybe it was, sure. but that's like an all-timer match for me, and it drew me in so much because the cameras were—it was shot so well. Yeah, and that was in like 2017. Mm-hmm. It was so—it was like a movie, watching a fucking movie, and then that made me want to wrestle here. Yeah, and then obviously Shane just kept making the company oh, yeah. bigger and bigger. I felt—I felt like Shane was the the ace here, you know. Yep. And then that's what made me, I just, the wrestling here is so fire. Yeah. I wanted to see how I looked on that camera. There you go. <laughs> and you look great, man. And, and, and we welcome you back uh, here in Seattle. So, you know, this is kind of a cheesy way to ask it, but I do have to ask this. So we call our fans, um, not just fans, the Defiance. The yeah. Defiance, it's all a part of this community. So, um, you know, now that you've been here twice and, and you've gotten a taste of Washington Hall, what does the Defiance or the fans, what do they mean to you? The Defiance, you can just tell it's a community vibe. Everybody's here to have a good time. Uh, I will definitely say that when I get booked for Defy, I'm looking forward to the crowd more than anything. This is one of the hottest crowds in all of independent professional wrestling. That's great, man. And, and hearing it from you is because you're all over the United States and you're all over the world. So hearing you actually, you know, that, that means a lot. So. Thank you for saying that, man, and and uh, you know, thanks for sitting us with us here. Any final words for the Defiance? Any final words for anyone that's watching this episode? You know, just work hard. Don't let anything hold you back, and always stay young, dumb, young, dumb, young, dumb, and broke. Love it. Thanks, man. Right back to-